Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hey, everybody, you're listening to the Work For It podcast on the Makery Network. I'm Brian House. And I'm Ben Butler. And together we represent the two most important components of the maker world. I work the steel. And I work the wood. The show's primary focus is business in the workshop. And then we reach out to you on social media with a question every week. We read your answers and then discuss them on the show. Follow our show on any major podcast platform and on Instagram at workforit.podcast. Or you can support us for as little as $1 a month on patreon.com forward slash workforit. Let's get on with the show. Here we go. Ben Jammin Butler. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing very well. It's goddamn gorgeous here in Boise, Idaho right now. Is it? Well, it's beautiful. Uh, I was I was going to ask about that because I noticed that everyone is taking <clears throat> beautiful photos of yeah. the snow melting and just kind of like spring, you know, there's this Short new shorts. energy in the world. Yeah, it's like this every year. I don't get to experience it much anymore down True. here, but the um the season change, you know, when I lived in Illinois was pretty severe. Yeah, yeah. And so it's got to be the same probably where you are and where a lot of our listeners are. By the way, I don't know if you yeah, saw that yeah, post that I, I put I know what up. you're talking about. Yep. The uh, So we jumped 100 spots up in the Ooh. rankings in Apple Podcasts Man. for hobbies in the hobbies category, which puts us 115th podcast for oh. that week. Boy. On Apple Podcasts. Now, For I don't know if you week, know the yeah. significance of that. For that week, That's... we were in the top 115. So, so you know, everybody only else 115. took off for uh, Easter. <laughs> well, I, that could be. I, I, I'd like to think that, that we're just effing right? awesome. Yeah, yeah exactly. How about That's, it? The... <laughs> I, I think so. so. <laughs> we're ranking up. And if up. the two of us don't think that, then who the hell else will, right? <laughs> I'm with you, man. Exactly. We have to start to unite the front and yeah, start to uh, really get everyone to like and share. And We're out here I don't know how it works it. with podcasts. I'm so old yeah. now that I'm like, well, how do you promote a podcast? Any uh, like, for instance, like, okay, YouTube makes sense, right? Yeah, I can post videos. I can do, do it. Right? Yeah, platform to do it. It makes sense. Instagram, same concept. You can hashtag the shit out of everything. Yeah, connect with people on a podcast, though. How do you promote it? I mean, without the Makery Network, without Craig and Jeff and yeah. Mareko, you know, giving us so much love on Knife Talk. Oh man, how yeah. else would you really be able to? you know promote there your is stuff, no way so. um you know like That's you say like question. youtube you put out the content and they have a social platform with within which to promote instagram same way uh tiktok or big or whatever they've all got they're all social <laughs> networks right dick doc um, dick doc and slickety slock but on a <laughs> podcast yeah you're right you can't easily share it and i'll tell you every podcast catcher 
or player or whatever the hell you call them is different and terrible. You know, oh, <laughs> like yeah, you're right. Apple it's, podcast so that's, is so fucking awful. <laughs> yeah, it is. And so like, for instance, um, I was trying to find a podcast the other day, uh, uh, um, Lando Novak and uh, uh, just, I think it's Justin Laramieux. I don't know how to say his last uh, name. Lemieux. Sorry, uh, Lemieux, like maybe. Lemieux. I am terrible with my French, but they, yeah. um, they're Canadian guys. They were on a podcast, and the name of the podcast was like Planet uh, B Six One Two or something. Oh, yeah. And I was trying I to find that. it, and I'm searching, and I'm just like, "How is Spotify this bad?" Eventually, I did yeah. find it. It was kind of my fault, but. Anyway, mm-hmm. the, being able to get heard and have people listen to a podcast um, is extremely difficult. So if we're ranking like we are and we're showing, uh, you know, a lot of improvement as far as our listenership, that is a huge uh, 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 like sort of boost for me. Like when I think yeah. in terms of um, I think in terms of when I started YouTube a few years ago and you know, you would get like 200 views on a video. That was like a big deal. It felt like a big deal because you're like, wow, 200 people have decided now to, um, you know, you know, watch my stuff. And then now it's like 50,000 people watch my stuff. And so it becomes, it's, you hear this, um, you hear asshole YouTubers say this all the time. It's just numbers, man. Don't even worry about it. uh, You know? And I'm like, it is kind of bullshit. I check my subscriptions every day just because I think yeah. it's interesting to see the climb and all of that. I don't do it as much on Instagram because Instagram's so slow. But, yeah, so um, slow, glacial. But you but th- when you think in terms of okay, let me let me just uh, we discuss this briefly before we start recording, but. So I got a subscription from uh, a person who has 550,000 subscribers yeah. last night. Inc- I can't even And he's a vlogger. That. And, I can't even And he's got a verified check next to his name and I've never heard of this person, but he's, he's an Indian Welcome. vlogger. Maybe he listens to the podcast, which would be super cool. I'm super curious as to how this person found my channel and why they're subscribed. Maybe it was a bot. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. But it seems legit yeah. enough because he's got the check. Right. The check. Name, that, like the ver- yeah, that's verified a pretty thing. key indicator, right? So I'll message him and find out. But his vlog you know, seemed pretty interesting. We'll see. Yeah. You know, I, so I've if different times folks have, have said, you know, it's not about the numbers. I don't care how many followers I have, or you know, this, this, that, and the other thing, or they sort of shame folks for making it about numbers at all, right? If you even mention a follower count, it becomes like, oh, taboo, don't talk about it. Sure. I often respond and I say, well, if if you knew that no one was going to see what you posted, would you still post? And the answer is probably yeah. no, right? Ooh. Like it's a good existential uh, the, argument. No, of course. Yeah. I mean, you you want like, people to no watch you your would. stuff. Like that's yeah. the whole fucking purpose is whether it is your small group of friends or it's a larger group. Sure. The whole freaking idea is a social network, right? So at yeah. some level it is about the numbers. It is about exposure. It is uh, about the the hit of dopamine when you see a video take off and go, holy shit, that was a, wow, you know, and then you, you laugh because you're like that 
why the hell are they watching that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like know, the video I posted be. last night with the drill, the bit, and the, yeah. the new uh, stare at um, yeah, yeah. tap handle that I got. That was so. I've been doing a new workflow with my video work, and that has uh-huh. been. Um, hold on a second. I got somebody messaging me on f- Facebook, and I got to mute this thing. Okay, so <laughs> on, um, I, so I'm doing a new workflow. So all my videos go up into the cloud. So as soon as I've yep. I've taken the video, the chip goes into my computer. It gets synced up with my cloud provider, which is Dropbox, right? And then okay. yep. Dropbox is fantastic because yeah, I can is. actually save my Premiere uh, editing files and then everything syncs up. So from here Edit to my office, anywhere. I can go home. I can yeah. work at home. It's the same as I'm here in the office. So you have your uh, photos library up there too? Uh, photos from my phone typically go to uh, wherever Apple stores yeah just use you the, don't use whatever that at that's all. called yeah i don't use dropbox for that and the reason is is because i want to reserve it for video you know sure. video for the most Production. part and then like documentation and stuff like that so yeah i i take that video once it's done syncing then at home like if i'm just chilling out and like this week it's a quiet week at the house I'm just like hanging out. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make this short story video and make yeah. it, try to make a one minute video that tells a story with no, um, no vocal, no read over, yep. no voiceover, which is really hard to do by the way. When I was in film Man, school, been doing it for three they, years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Every you day. do it all the time. Yeah. I have to, you know, yeah, I tough. have to narrate. I have to have a narrative going, but yeah. so when I was in film school at NIU, they, um, you know, my, my film professor, he would say, you know, the true talent, a true filmmaker talent is someone who can tell a story without any narration, you know, without any sort of, even a script, even just, you know, create a story that's got no vocal at all. And then to do it um, under a minute is you're adding another constraint, right? Which, which is good because it forces you to just chop all the shit. Which it no does. one watches anyway, or they would the skip term, past uh, your video. And I'm not particularly fond of it, but there's a term. It was a podcast or or something that I had read or listened to, and they refer to it as killing babies because there's like your little baby clip. Oh, you know, yeah. like when you were filming it, it was like, oh, this is gonna be sweet, and then you yes. get it into the editor, and you just it just doesn't fit. And you got to yep. kill the baby. <laughs> I actually made a YouTube video titled uh, learn how to kill your children or something like that. Yeah. It was yep. Based on that same concept, which is your art, whatever it might be, video, yeah. um, knife making, you know, woodworking. That is like creating something like a child, including a business, mm-hmm. by the way, the business is yeah. in that same category and you must learn to, you know, you know everything has a out. shelf if, life, everything, yeah. um, you need to realize and come to terms with you may need to kill it someday, right? Yeah. And you need to be able to recognize that it's time. <laughs> or anyway. at very least, chop it off at the knees, you know, just try to shorten things a bit because yeah. that we are, our attention spans are just, you know, shrinking, you know, mm-hmm. down, down, down. So Instagram and their infinite wisdom said, if you want to post a video and have it in your feed, it has to be a minute or less. Now, yeah. if you want, you can make a longer video and it mm-hmm. becomes IGTV and then there's reels yeah. and all this other stuff. But for me, I find the one minute little square video as, yeah. it, I as like those short as it is. I do too. And in fact, yeah. if you if you really think about it in terms of 
what you're doing on Instagram, that's the perfect size and perfect timing. And if you can't convey what you want to convey in that amount of time, rethink the project, you know? Yeah. It's so a, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I, I was just going to finish the thing about Dropbox oh, oh. syncing to my phone. So now I can pull the video down, right? And, and by the way, this is like 4K video shot on a Canon 90D. Mm-hmm. Crisp. It looks great. Shot with a fixed lens. I mean, it's just really nice uh, stuff. And um, if you do it right and edit it right. I, and by the way, I'm editing it all on my phone. You know, I'm doing it all in it's Adobe awesome. uh, Premiere Rush, which is okay. really, uh, yep. pretty easy to use. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in the matter of maybe 30 minutes, I had that quick video put together. And that's a uh, the, all those clips are for my upcoming video that will be released this Saturday. So it was like I really wanted to kind of start doing this um, slow teaser leak of yeah. video that will come out and on Facebook and on Instagram. And then awesome. the actual video will be released on YouTube in its full format with me blathering on about whatever and showing yeah. and educating so in, uh, in its full form. You know, that's like 15 minutes. Yep. So, um, and it seems to really kind of work. I mean, it fulfills yep. the algorithms need on Instagram for that everyday post. And then mm-hmm. it also kind of like brings in new followers I've found because they're, they're seeing the quality of the video. And they're like, holy shit, he didn't shoot that on yeah. a phone. You know, it's better. Right. So. Yeah. Have you heard? So there's a new, I don't know, call it a rumor, call it a prognostication, but I listened to the, uh, the for the gram podcast and it's uh three canadian woodworker diy type folks and they kind of just get on and bullshit about instagram and you know they 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 were in i they they refer to themselves as they were in the like the same class of instagrammers as i would would be you know or three years ago or so we all kind of started into this whole thing and like the, the, Isn't that kind of interesting how you guys like rise up together? Like yeah, you'll yep. see that same thing happening with you and me and all the yeah. other guys that were kind of doing the same yep. thing together. You're which all I putting love. effort into so similar cool. things. Yeah. But anyway, they were talking about the the new recommendation is uh, uh, to post to Instagram two to ten times a day. To grow. Hold on. Hold like, on. That's hold the on. study. Yeah. Right. <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> I can't even do once a day. I mean, right? what the fuck? Two to ten uh, times. If that's the if that's the way to grow, then Instagram needs to get their shit together because nobody will even see. This is my argument. My third fucking post, anyway. You know, uh, yeah. when I look at the reach on some of my posts, it's so puny to begin with, and. And I see so little of what I want to see in my feed. Let, I mean, right. my feed would become all one person at that point. <laughs> They're trying to <laughs> dump shit. you into the popular thing on the tab yeah. on the bottom, the popular yeah, tab, the, They're the, tr- the, trending or whatever uh, it's called. Trending, yep. And I will say that I really hate that. And here's yep. the reason why is because that's filled with a bunch of guys who are cross-posting and stealing other people's content. Yes. And That's then, bad and, and lately. Then, te- oh, it's terrible. And, the, and it, you know, 
I don't want to follow Biker Babes USA, you know, or whatever. Like, I'm not into that shit. That that little search icon is like the TikTok section of Instagram. You know, (laughs) you go in there. But there's good shit, but you got to dig for it. You know, it's just like, wait, okay, so this is a picture of somebody doing something I'm interested in. But it's posted by one of these repost accounts that knows how to leverage the algorithm. They're not even fucking going through the effort of finding who whose content it is or sharing whose content it is. They're putting a damn disclaimer in there saying, Hey, if you know who this is, DM me for fucking credit. Well, horseshit. Yeah, Instagram's gotta crack down on that. Oh, it's the worst. And, it's and bad. I don't know if you heard the knife talk guys talking about how they got freaking spam botted big time. Yeah. Um, they had like, I don't know, they said a couple thousand followers in every hour yeah. or something like that, which is, it is what I think Jeff was mentioning uh, about the, someone trying to get their account deactivated. That's how it works. Yeah. They do that on on YouTube as well. Um, yes. When someone gets really shitty about something you've done, they will start attacking you like that, and yep. I don't know what they do or they pay for it or whatever, but they so, can have your account taken down. Who was it recently? Um, uh, the American Craftsman podcast, I think. And, um, oh, goodness, I can picture her. Uh, it was a gal that she had her account hacked, and they wanted – uh, you know, like several thousand dollars worth of e-currency. So they, they got a hold of her account. Basically, they controlled it. They were logged into it. They changed the password. She couldn't get back in. Um, they started sending her messages on her email and other places. You know, and she's like, this is my business. You know, like this is, she's like, I've got, I've got contracts yeah. signed with people to promote products. I've got all this shit. She's like, it's all gone. What do I do? Yeah. And it ended up she um, she was able to get in touch uh, through like a friend of a friend thing, somebody that worked at Instagram. They reactivated her account. You know, they took back control, changed the password, sure. and did some administrative work, and she got it back. But she was really promoting, and I and I highly encourage everybody to turn on two-factor authentication. Like, I was just going to say, 2FA, you have to have yeah, that on. It should connect it. to your cell phone. As annoying as it all is, yep. these assholes will completely try to dry you out. And she's lucky, by yep. the way. She's in the minority of oh, getting her account back much. because there's a whole yeah. lot of people that never do. She must very have had a really good connection over at Instagram. But yeah, yeah, I hear about this on YouTube, by the way, all the time. People yep. are... People are getting their accounts hacked, and um, in fact, I got a phishing attempt on my account uh, a couple weeks ago, an email mm-hmm. that just said something from YouTube that I needed to log in and, you know, do something or whatever. And yeah. I started to type, you know, my information, and I went, wait a minute. And then I realized it was a phishing scam. And yeah. I we that's how it happens, and they get yep. you, and it looks so official, man. It, it looks so good, and everything else. And, and I just, I mean, we're both fell for it. Tech people, you know, are both fairly tech literate and right. work in that business, and even you know, even uh, they'll even fool the best of us. You know, it's it's not worth it. Two FA is a, is a royal pain in the ass. I'll admit it. I manage it between two phones. I've got a work phone and my personal phone, and. It's an even bigger pain in the ass, but right around the the same time that I listened to that podcast, 
I was noticing that I was getting all of these messages from Instagram. In fact, you and I and, and B. Cone were on a DM session when I went, I ghosted, right? Like completely because <laughs> Brian Cone was yeah, like, disappeared. dude, your account just went black. He's like, it just completely like reset to, you know, like, or like a brand new account. And I was about shitting my pants. No kidding. And, uh, yeah, so Instagram messaged me and they said we've seen some suspicious activity. Confirm I had to go through and confirm my identity and I had to um uh reset my password and uh, you know, I had to go through like three or four layers of uh of authentication to make sure it was me and then reset my password and it was right I think like that same night I was listening to that podcast and I was like Fuck this. I am putting on this happens. <laughs> and and here here's my argument for diversifying your social media presence. So for yeah. instance, let's just say your account, twelve thousand followers or whatever it is now, thirteen thousand yeah. followers, gets deactivated. You're Benjamin Butler company, but really are you? I mean, you know, where right. are you where else are you at that point? So yep. my argument will always be, hey, let's uh l- l- let's take this one step further and say you should have at least three social media platforms in which you are engaging with every day yeah. or every other day. Um, and then that way you can begin the process of diversifying the attention of all of the, but by the way, this is just yeah. a good practice anyway, even if Instagram goes away or doesn't, or YouTube right. goes away or doesn't, it's a different audience in each yeah. platform. So now you mm-hmm. are, you're kind of double, you know, double dipping a little bit. You're getting some, uh, attention from one end and one yep. audience, and then you're also protecting yourself from yeah. you know somebody stealing I, your account or like you know Instagram yeah. going away or whatever. And I look at you. I mean, I I look at you as an example, and and there are so many of us, myself included, that really have become Facebook averse. Right? We stay far away from it with a ten foot pole. But I the would bullshit argue drama that, that goes on on Facebook. It's like almost yeah. it's almost not worth using if yeah. it wasn't so freaking productive lucrative it is productive I i'm yeah. so on the fence about facebook because I know. of the you've, shit that goes down made there me a believer just in in seeing what goes on there and uh, um i would and i don't know this is probably well it's it is purely an outsider perspective looking in but it seems to me that that's been uh, maybe a big majority of building your community right is People are, there are a lot more people, there are a lot more people that spend a lot of time on Facebook and would never admit it, right? Like they they use it every morning and every night, but oh, I fucking hate Facebook. Yeah, you do, but you spend a shitload of time there, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So I think, and that's like, and the, and the other crowd is, is Instagram that we're the same way, right? We, we would never admit how much time it truly is, but we spend a shitload of time there. So I think those two platforms for sure, YouTube, absolutely. I've started building that up because I've been such a one, you know, one trick pony with Instagram. I just put out my ShopBot Dust Collection video last weekend. So starting so to build my YouTube we, content. 
Yeah, oh yeah, I was just going to ask. So where can we see that? Is it on YouTube uh, it and is. on Instagram or do we I haven't got it on Instagram yet. I I just put it on YouTube. For What's now. your thoughts on that? I I want to know your I thoughts. Know. I have an opinion on that. I have an opinion. So, but you tell me what are your thoughts? I'm cross-posting on both. I think it's wise. I think it's um IGTV is um it's evergreen, same as YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. I have the yep. same criticism today that I had when IGTV came out, and that is that that there is no ability to search the content that's there. Yes, um, which is great like argument. The biggest pitfall and the biggest missed opportunity I think that Instagram could have capitalized on. Um, yes, I don't think folks are necessarily going to Instagram to watch a 15 minute video, although I could be wrong. Uh, if folks remember and were on Instagram at the time, when IGTV came out first, it was actually its own app. It was kind of a, a separate side-loaded kind of thing. Oh, I remember this. Yep. It was really strange. Um, so it's had a little bit of a rocky past, but my philosophy, I guess, is that I'll put it as many places as we'll have it to some extent, you know? So why not? Um it's really hard, I think, to promote a YouTube video over on Instagram, you know, and in yes. my case, that's all I've got. I don't have a community on YouTube. So, but Not to yet. get people to leave, right, to get people to leave Instagram is an incredibly difficult task, you know? Yeah. So. I, I think that we're doing it, uh, and I can't verify this, of course, because... yeah. The reporting is so terrible, but awful. So I have, I have an, I have analytics set up on my website that shows where the where my they call it acquisitions are. So if people right. come to my website, I can see like you know where they originally started the journey yeah. of looking at a housemate, and that's super important because you know for future marketing purposes, I want to be able to know. Well, on Instagram. Because I can't link anything, there's right. there's no there's no acquisition data from Instagram. There's a few. There's yeah. people that go to my bio and click the bio, and then of course yeah. Instagram's <laughs> shitty little web browser pops All up, right. and then you know, and then of course nobody <laughs> wants to use that, so they they close Instagram you, and then they go to Housemade. I don't remember. Do you have um, like a link tree in your Instagram bio? I uh, I sort of hacked and made my own. So I, I made a, well. I made a page on Housemade called Links, yep. and then that page just it it just has like the links in it, and then of course in your link in your bio you link to the links page, and then yep. it shows them that. So that's that works fine. Well, by the way, that link where... tree thing doesn't you don't have to pay for that. You can you no, can just do free. what I did if you have your own website. But I because I don't have that traffic from the acquisitions, I don't know where the yeah. traffic is coming from. Now, what I do know is that there's a ton of people, like we get about 12,500 unique users a month on the page. Mm-hmm. So, That's great. yeah, I would say like 40% of them, there's this thing called uh, data not provided, which just shows okay. like basically a direct connection. Somebody walked over to a computer and typed, typed in, in or a phone and typed or in housemade.us, yeah. direct content. 
That, I believe, is heavily related to Instagram because Instagram doesn't mm. have that functional component yeah. where it can, you know, it, they, they're not showing it. You know, oh, it, it, I see. there's just no way to show so they're that counting we those that clicks. Person. Yeah, they're as counting direct. those clicks as direct because basically it, when you click that link, it's the equivalent of Insta, it's the equivalent of you copying that URL and pasting it into a web browser. Yeah. Which yeah. is why I put housemade.us, my logo. Yep. over all of my content because yep. Instagram's so terrible about allowing people to you know cross link and post that yeah. the only way the only you know small way I can convey like hey go to my website to check more out is to do it that way and I think yep. I think it's working uh, you know that's I, cool. I can't when well, you've I got a nice sure. uh, you've got a nice easy to remember Rolls off the tongue, you know, yeah. URL that is just pretty, pretty spiffy there. Yeah. It's it, getting back to that. Um, these fuckers and they're reposting everybody's content. It was funny because the other night my little dude, Sam was out in my shop and he's like, you got a lot of logos around here, dad. You need to quit putting stickers up. <laughs> <laughs> and I started laughing and I said, well, people are stealing my videos. So I want to, I want to put lots of logos up. Whoa, fire. Um, I want to put lots of logos up so that they know it's my video. And he looks at me sure. and goes, that's brilliant, Dad. Everybody will yeah. see these yellow stickers. <laughs> I'm like laughing. But, it's but true. So I would say that to folks too. And Durest is probably the king of that, right? He puts oh, yeah, his name stencil. on everything. But you can put a little watermark in the lower right or lower left or whatever you want to do. crop um, it out. But they'll just crop that sucker right out of there. So stick your logo around your shop, you know? Why not? <laughs> <sighs> I, it, it does. It frustrates this, this, me to know. bullshit end. you got to do. Yeah, it's like fucking, come on. It just And, and there's money behind it that there you're is. getting totally removed from the process yep. of the money that's being made there. And I, Nothing uh, infuriates man, so you more conflicted. when you make a post and it doesn't do well. And then one of these other bastards <laughs> do it, and it gets like a hundred thousand views, and you're just like, "You sons of bitches!" Yeah, because they know the algorithm; they know how to make it work. Yeah, they can, yeah. They can and they just have the presence too. You know, it makes sense. I understand why people follow them. I understand why people like them. I understand even why they exist, because it's a funnel for good content. Yeah, it's just when you're a creator of good content, it really blows dead bears you know <laughs> um it does it absolutely does and it makes you feel like you don't want to do it anymore because it feels yeah. like thievery and you feel violated and all that stuff but and instagram's you know, gotta be munching these guys up because i'm losing fucking 20 followers a day so i know people aren't unfollowing me at that rate I'm yeah. not burning flags <laughs> well youtube yeah right <laughs> YouTube did the same thing. They dumped a whole bunch of like one yeah. morning I woke up and I had like a hundred subscribers were gone. And I was yeah. like, Oh wow, that's crazy. What did I do? You know, I figured like I had pissed Nada. somebody off and then, you know, and then um, just doing the claims. I, I'm on a, uh, on Reddit. There's all these subreddits about YouTube creators and I'm all on those. And, and I look at yep. them and it was like the top post in my feed said, I lost a hundred subscribers and you did too. And it was because of this and you clicked yeah. through and it was YouTube had gone through and crushed these, 
these accounts, these bot accounts. I don't know if you've ever posted something to YouTube and you get this like, yep. uh, this like real quick, hey buddy, great videos from like from somebody yeah. you never know. And the, the comment you can tell is just not related to anything. Yep. That's a bot. And what they're doing is, is they're trying to create content. I get them all the time now because oh, yeah. the um, amount of viewers that I have now. So they, <laughs> their goal is, their thing is, is, hey, I didn't know if you knew about this, but I have an app that can spy on my girlfriend when she's not around. And then uh, right underneath that is somebody else commenting that says, yep. yeah, I tried it out, buddy. It works. And I found out she cheated on me. And I'm like, the first time I read this, I was like, why the fuck is this going on yeah. on my channel? What does this like, have to do with f- grinders? <laughs> what does this have to do with anything? And then I realized they were doing this on every one of my videos. And it was yeah. a bot that was doing it. So, of course, you know, I just right click on block them from the channel and it deletes yeah. all the comments in one foul swoop, by the way. But yep. these guys like A-Bomb and Wrangler Star, they're not able to go through and no, do that because of the amount of comments. It. So this shit gets out there. And by the way, when you click on that link, which you should never do, but when never, you do it, never. it infects your phone. It infects whatever, yeah. you know, you get, then now you're infected. Yep. Now you're Bitcoin, the whole thing. Yeah, there's always like, going to be a link too. Assholes. And that's, that's uh, the same thing happened when I posted my uh, dust collection video last weekend. Within five minutes, there was a comment and it was nothing but a URL. And it was like two letters dot dot some obscure it wasn't dot com it yes dot it yes. or some horse shit like that that's it and you know didn't dare click it but then a minute later you're right somebody replied to the comment with another url so same thing just went in and blocked them both and reported the spam but don't you motherfuckers have just, anything better to do let me ask oh, you Lord. i would love to i would love to hear the like the the rationale behind this like yeah i made eight cents last week posting right. bullshit comments on youtube videos like it's just, there's got to be a better way for you to spend your time it just really it, you know the yeah. scammers are just getting to me tell you they're what. getting worse too like it must be really easy because they, you can't have to be very fucking smart, you know? <laughs> like, because the shit they come up with is like, so, yeah, let me post a porn URL to every YouTube video that has a tool in it. You're like, come well, on. Well, that's the other thing they were doing. They were doing a timestamp on the video, and then they were writing oh, a yeah? porn URL. Oh, so geez. what it was is is that it was like, oh, look, we were looking at Brian's video. A computer was in the background, and at this timestamp, he's looking at this porno. No way. I'm like, the balls bro, on these fuckers. These balls, man. And I'm just Holy. like, number one, I jerk off in private, not right. on YouTube. Okay? On YouTube, and number two, of all places. You don't need an audience <laughs> that big. Yeah, this I mean, is you ridiculous. need some audience, but... <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit of can't an exhibitionist. Be, can't be you know an exhibitionist. I mean. Only been yourself. arrested eight times. <laughs> I'm a solo expedition. <laughs> solo expeditionist. <laughs> oh, jeez. Anyway, so you know, this is uh, the life of a, of a content creator. When we get, the, but right. to be honest, it's been. Like I keep telling you, I really love all the people we've connected with over the yeah. years of doing yeah. this work and being able to kind of find our commonalities and our freaks. And then, yep. shit, man, all the collaborations we're doing right now. I'm, oh, I'm filming yeah. a video for um, a guy who is in the DIY belt grinders group. He's like this mad scientist that designs these amazing machines. He nice. works in the airline industry. He was He's a flight engineer now, as far as I know. Oh, shit. 
and he messages me and he says, Hey man, I want to send you one of these, um, these, uh, new tracking mechanisms I got. Now, when you see this thing, it is like a, um, it looks like something right out of NASA. Like you would be able to see this on the space shuttle. White, your white helmet, your, uh, stick. Yeah. Uh, Yes. Yeah. And it's the the pivot point on this thing is in a way different spot. It's just a cool, cool looking mechanism. So I'm nice. filming the video on installing it on a Revolution grinder, and then Daryl and I have partnered up. He's going to make a whole bunch of them, and we're going to sell them on the Sweet. website. So you're going to have Heck these yeah. have these available to the the public if you want. You know, if you want to buy one, great. You can, then yeah. it's awesome. It's it just it's all like to me. That's the magic, right? Like that's that makes all that other bullshit worth it when you connect oh, totally. with somebody that like, what are the chances if you just lived your life in, in your little bubble, in your little never. world, yeah. you would never ha- experience the joy that is finding somebody who cares as much about some obscure subject as you do. Right. And, and they've even taken it a level agree. further than you, <laughs> you know, like, fuck me. That's inc- like, holy, you know, when you would yes. never even think about like mind blown, just, it's really cool. <laughs> That's, I actually mentioned that in the video. I say, yeah. like, Daryl's like one of these guys that wakes up every day and goes, I think I can make this system better and here's how yeah. I'm going to do it. And then he goes and he machines the parts and he makes them and then yep. he tests them and then he makes YouTube videos on them and stuff. And, and, and it's like, how in the world do multiple people have the same yeah. want to understand right. this stuff? And I, I don't know. I don't know how to put it other than it's awesome that I know him and that I was able to work yeah. with him on this. And yeah, I'm like stoked to do it. It's it's a really, It's been a really fun project. There was a there was a period of time and and even today to some extent, but um, I think that well Instagram in, in particular because that's sort of the lane that I drive in. But I feel like um, that genius is is missing a little bit, you know. And maybe it's just because so much stuff just gets recycled, right? Idea wise, there's not there's seemingly less innovation today than there was when I first jumped on the platform. But when I first jumped on the platform, everything was new, right? To sure. some extent, content recycles, people recycle other people's ideas and all that stuff. So it, I think it's interesting. I don't know, maybe it's just a personal thought, but it's like, it seems to me like it's harder to find a unique idea today. You know, it's like, oh yeah, saw that. Oh yeah, that guy did this with his sanding block or yep okay next next so you thumb through mindlessly without a whole lot of new ideas is that yeah, true you think I, or i do think that and i'll i also think though the guy that comes up with the next big thing i'll use the river table as an example yeah why he was so pissed off you know i mean i get it yeah. he's like this is my idea and he you know if he would have just yep. kept making river tables and then you know was kind of a cool guy about it most people would give him credit but i think maybe yeah. that ship has sailed a little but right when you when you're when you're making and doing true innovative things and you're it, it's really difficult to actually share the content about it because you, there's a couple of modalities here one is my competition is going to steal it and they're yeah. going to try to get it to market before i can 
you have to throw that away. You can't worry about that. Number two, right. you're you're also focusing on the actual thing that you're trying to do. So trying to film that process is really oh, difficult. And yeah. I'm I'm actually going to be working on a big project in the next couple of weeks that is a ton of mind work, and it's really relevant to the work I'm doing. And I'm tr- I'm struggling with how I'm going to share it. And yeah. I've I've kind of come to the conclusion that you know what I'm going to be as fucking transparent on this project right. as possible yeah. and not worry about it because no. I did that in the first round of the revolution. It was insanely successful. People right just that's what gravitated. made it. Honestly. That's what made it. It was they, real. The, it was they were real. in the shop with you. you know? They had a pro. They had a part in it. You know, everybody's yep. commenting and, you know, giving me suggestions and showing me what they know. And then I started to think in terms of like a standard manufacturer, like, okay, we have an R&D team that is completely covert. This is Project X and we are going to be, yep. you know, and then I started saying, saying to myself, that's not no, who no. I am. Yeah. I don't no. want that. I don't want to be like everybody yep. else and then have my ideas stolen later. Right. You know what? Fuck it, man. Just, just share with the, the world what you're doing. Yeah. Do it out That's... in the open and let the collaboration happen, which is by the way, the biggest fucking reason for its success yep. in the first place. And if more people took that same Elon Musk is a classic example. You can uh, download example. the blueprints of, all of his cars, he you makes it available one and tomorrow open source. If you had the pieces, parts, and tools, you know, That's absolutely it. open source that yeah. thing. It's that and idea. because of it, he's probably you know, launched his competition in, yeah. and, and oh. gave him a head start. But it's yeah. not Tesla. You're not buying a Tesla. You're buying a you're GM buying, that's like a EV version of whatever. Right, and and you're buying an experience, and you're buying into an idea you're buying into an, an ethos or you know you're buying yes. into something bigger than you or the thing you're buying or you know you're buying into the brand is how a marketing person would phrase it right which sounds yes. dirty to most of us but at the end of the day <laughs> that's you know that's that's what that's what you're trying to create in my mind that's what yes. i want to create um it's that concept, and I may have mentioned it before, but my new sort of tag in my head is that, you know, let me show you how I did it. Let me show you how sure. I made it. You know, it's that whole idea of, here, come take a look. If somebody walked into your shop today and said, show me how to make the latest thing that you made, I want it to be that transparent. And I think that's, it's hard to do. You're right. It is hard to do. But I think it's a hell of a lot easier to do than to try to make this polished Hollywood version of HGTV that we see some other folks pull off so well, you know? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sick of the bullshit. I don't know about you, yeah. but I, I feel Lord. like uh, the reason why YouTube is so successful and most social media is because we're so sick of the production value. Yeah. Or, yeah. All right, wait, let me, let me step back one second. We're sick of the scripted reality TV that is available to us right. now. Cause now we're right. starting to wonder like, what is real? What is not? And even things we yeah. thought were real are not real. And it's really starting to, I think, fuck with the heads of a lot of people. And by the way, this is why you're seeing the, the, fa- the failure of 
of not failure. I mean, Facebook is not a failure, but you're seeing younger kids not joining up on Facebook so yeah. much. And I think it's because they're looking at like every other media outlet. They're looking at it like, Hey, this is just another fake news outlet, whatever yep. people just spreading bullshit and talking drama. And they don't want any Facebook of it. Facebook has become more of a news outlet than anything and news and rumor outlet, you know? Yeah, right. And, um, but you know, there's a creator that comes to my mind, um, who I saw make this same shift that we're talking about, uh, John Malecki. Uh, oh yeah. He he uh, he. They used to have a podcast. He and um, oh gosh, Brad, Brad Rodriguez, right yep. from Fix This Build That. Yep. And COVID sort of killed it, and Malecki having a life and everything. I think it just kind of. Well, he just uh, had Brad a baby still, too. I think. Yeah, and Brad Him still and his does his. Every week, uh, Instagram lives and stuff, but Maleki, and then there's another guy actually here in Boise, um, Mr. Build It, who is uh, uh, lives in Boise here. I think he's a Russian native that came to the U.S. via Seattle, and now he's down here in Boise. But they just all like Maleki all of a sudden just made this market shift where it's like. I am a knucklehead. You are all ass clowns. I think he calls people ass clowns on his videos, you know, and he just became this fully transparent meatheaded football player that he really is. And it was just like, whoa, you know, pedal to the metal all the way. (laughs) It was kind of cool. I think he saw what we're seeing and and, and maybe it just took him a little bit to actually admit it or maybe to adopt it is that people want you for you and don't really yeah. care about the project so much as the, they do care right. about supporting your work and seeing that you're successful. Yep. And then also he, he sort of turned his YouTube channel into like a, like a, not like a tool time, but more of like, not this old house even. It's hard for me to explain, yeah, but it's, it's kind of like yep. more of a productive or Almost more like of a, a production. game show. It's like a yeah. game show mixed with comedy, with no mixed game. with mixed with projects where sometimes yep. they don't go anywhere. And then it, like, right. you're like, but it's good. It's entertaining. It's very fun yeah. to watch. And I think he People figured watch that out. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. It's like I an episode, right? Oh, on their on the last episode of of the podcast that they did, made for profit is what it was called. I was thinking that's it. On the yep. last uh, episode of that podcast, they did talk about that. That you know when they they both are very analytical. Brad Rodriguez, you know, oh, is an time. incredibly analytical dude. He's all about numbers and looking at all that stuff. You know, and they I think they said it's like people aren't tuning in to watch you make a river table. They're not even tuning in to watch how you made the river table or to learn how you made the river table. They're tuning in because you are making a river table, <laughs> you know, or you are making yeah, a whatever the hell it is. They're turning tuning in for the for the story to get a, a glimpse inside of what you do uh, in your workshop or wherever it is that you do it right. And I think the same could be said. Pro- our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs, so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. 
And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the Grinder project and and the work that you do, I, I have noticed a trend lately that folks who uh, folks who put their face on in their content, the content tends to do better, right? And I, sure. I think that's maybe always been the case to an extent. We went through a period of time where it was more about process. People were learning the process and that was kind of key. But today, if you notice, if you go on YouTube, every big content creator has some cornball face on their on their thumbnail, right? They're making right. some jackass face and uh, Which that's is the now trend, becoming right? less relevant though because <clears throat> I think people yes. are catching on to it. So they're not yeah. – do like I don't put my face in my icons at all. Maybe that's to right. my detriment. I don't know. But I'll, I'll tell but. you, it's gotten so out of hand when I look at my, oh. my, vid, my, my home screen on YouTube. It's just nothing but people cheesing. And I'm just Corn like – faces, yep. Now they all look the same because some yeah. metric came out that said that that's better. In fact, I think it was the YouTube creators channel. There's a creators channel that you can subscribe Probably. to. I think yeah. they pushed that concept out and it's almost like a social experiment right yeah you know if if you're so uh, much yeah if everyone is special then no one is special exactly just fucking make your own shit would you and just focus on what i don't know people are trying to figure it out that's the the problem is it the thumbnail that's the most important is it the title is it the tags and no it's a delicate dance rabbit holes lately where you know it's just starting to stretch my wings a little bit and youtube and starting to read up on that and it's like holy fuck this is more twisted than instagram <laughs> so like it is and it's way more fucked because there's money you've involved. got there's money involved right. and there's all right so i'm in a group on slack with a bunch of knife makers yeah. and we're doing a, a knife challenge we're doing like a Basically, nice. a bunch of us knife guys are getting together. Even like some big YouTubers are involved. Big, big YouTubers are involved in this. Nice. Um, and so, <laughs> I got somehow folded into it. Even though I'm not, te- I'm not like a, 
I'm not, Holy I'm definitely going to lose. Let's just put yeah. it that way. But the, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the, the concept here is we're all making a knife and it's all like forged in fire. Kind of like you have these parameters where you have yep. to, you know, meet. And then we, and then we all make a video about it. And then there's one video that's produced, I think at the end. And then oh, everybody cool. kind of, um, you know, we get to cross promote each other's channels so these guys and I are all talking about cameras. Somebody brought it up about like what kind of camera they use and they're getting sick of their GoPro. They want to like change over to a DSLR. And, you know, mm-hmm. I have many opinions about different right. cameras because I've tried a lot. Uh, you know, my preference, I'm a Canon fanboy. So that's where I landed. And um, I then GoPro. Yeah, GoPros, you know, that's going to be, unless you're mounted to a motorcycle or something, you know, or you're working a really tight spot, I just think GoPro has its place, and I have a couple of them, I just don't use them that often anymore. They do have a lot of bugs. I four of them, and they just sit there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, me too, and and they're buggy, they they fail, they get hot, and they they overheat and all this shit, so. Batteries suck. Yeah, so we, we got into this long conversation on Slack about, you know, production quality versus other you know ideas and getting people to watch your youtube videos and i have a very unique take on this i do believe that the thumbnail is by far the most important thing like no one will ever fucking watch your shit if your thumbnail looks like garbage it's just they're never if it looks like a powerpoint slide from a business presentation nobody's gonna fucking click it yeah you're done you're lucky yeah. to get a couple clicks, but then, yeah. you know, from there it goes to that first 10 seconds of the video. First 10 to 20 yes. seconds of the video has to be engaging, has to be tight, has to be perfect. You get that done. And then we're talking retention and retention only comes with uh, production value or production and value. Those are two yeah. things. So produ- your, your lighting, your camera work, your, your audio, audio is a big one and the value value is very subjective like it is it it can mean one thing to one person and one thing to another and as long though as long as you can walk that line of value where you're giving people something you you know they're 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 giving you their time so you got to give them something in return yeah the biggest bitch and moan about anything that I've ever done on YouTube has always been like, Hey, you're talking too much. I really wish you would have gotten to the point faster or whatever. Even though I think those details matter to them, they did not value those details. Right. Therefore that was an issue. And whether I like it or not, that's a problem. The value system didn't provide, right? Exactly. Yeah. You didn't provide enough value there. Hey man, Um, I'm asking people to watch my videos for 10 minutes or more. Yep. And if I don't provide them with some valuable knowledge in that 10 minutes, then they feel slighted and they're not going to return to your channel. And a lot of them, you know, uh, bark about it on their way out. Yeah. And, and that is a very, very fine, like very fine line to balance your, your, essentially you have to create a shit ton of videos that suck in order to have your brain click into place in every shot, in every sequence that you do when you create a YouTube video so that you understand. Like for instance, if I say the wrong thing in the middle of a video, you'll see the retention rate just, right. Just fall off. And, and, it's like, wait a minute, what did I say there? You go back, you listen to it, you watch what you were doing, and you go, oh, shit, man. Like, I said something I that could that trigger people thing. to click away. Yeah. 
boy, does that those metrics you can get lost in those metrics. If, yes, if you and if YouTube's you full of to. them. Like I was YouTube's diving into that the other night, and it's like, whoa, you know, compared to Instagram, and Instagram has even cut the fat on theirs, which just totally yep. pisses me off. Like. Yep. You used to be able to see a hell of a lot more in Instagram than you can today in, in terms the, of insights. It's is your account a professional account on Instagram or yeah. are you a personal account? And it's, you still don't have I, all those uh, insights? I do, but compared to what it was two years ago, we're getting half the metrics today. Uh, you used to yeah. get a lot more uh, detailed uh, look at you know, everything from views to follows and, you know, like Instagram went through that period of time where they were trying to, they were debating whether they were going to get rid of the like counts and everything else. In fact, in yeah. Canada, they, you might not even see how many times a video has been watched or liked, which is pretty fucking annoying, you know, like, like it or not, that drives how many people stick around to watch it. <laughs> you yeah. know, I think to some extent, if people... If you're scrolling through your feed and you come across the video that has 10,000 views, you're probably going to be more likely to watch till the end, you know? Yep. Or, so I think that's, it's interesting. Getting back to the the retention stuff, one of the things, I mean, what, what the hell do I know? I, I've made six YouTube videos, you know, but one of the things I've been trying to do is make a point at different periods of time in the video to put something that's maybe extra, right? So like in my dust collection video, I'm, I've teased out the difference between PVC drain pipe and PVC. Um, there's two different types. One is for like French drains and, you know, non quote waste products. So you wouldn't put uh, drain pipe, in your shitter, <laughs> you know, it's not approved for pressure and, um, and waste or whatever it is. And it's like a third, the price to get drain pipe compared to what you would use for waste pipe. Um, and so, you know, just happened to have two of them sitting in front of me. I had one that costs more than the other. And it's like, Hey, if you're buying this shit, take a look because, it's the same size, the same fittings work to my knowledge, you know, and everything else. So take a look at that. You might save, you know, 50% on doing an install like this. So and in just my, throwing those extra nuggets. Right. And in my head, so how I would handle that is I would do what you did, a brief, you know, interlude where you're giving this awesome value, this data to yeah. them. And then I would make a whole video based on that one subject. Okay, and, cool. And and the reason is, is because I do the same thing. For instance, I'm making this video about this uh, this tracking mechanism. It's a really cool tracking mechanism. There's a lot going on. But in the previous video, I broke a tap handle. And yeah. I wanted to tell the story about how I, I now have a star at tap handle. And that tap handle... Um, might become the feature of another video. And I used yeah. Instagram to kind of find out, are people interested in that kind of content? And yeah. it's very evident that they are. And in fact, nice. uh, what I, if you see the amount of comments that are on that video that I posted last night, 
you'll see that there's so many people out there that have very strong opinions about those tools, whether they're good or bad. Yeah. And what that is in my head as a content creator, now I'm seeing that as, okay, That's this is mine. engagement. That's a gold <laughs> yeah. mine. And, and, and on top of that, I can also provide them with a link of where I purchased it or and I'll get a kickback from Amazon and cash in a little bit from that. And it cost them nothing. So I educated yeah. people. I gave them value. They gave me something back and we got some engagement out of it. So yeah, I know it sounds like it's like we're sort it of bastardizing like, this thing, but it's important yeah. because if you don't do this, the masses will never see it. You'll never right. achieve. You'll never climb above that. To, that you'll just yeah. You'll be, you'll goes back be to right that at that hundred likes, and that's it. You know, if if nobody was gonna, if you knew nobody was gonna watch it, would you post it? <laughs> you know, and it's yeah. not purely a business decision either. And it's easy to look at it and think it think about it that way. It is to some extent, but I would argue that that as humans, we do this anyway. Right. If you Absolutely. are if you meet a stranger in the grocery store, in the coffee aisle, um, you know, and you happen to have this great conversation that leads to maybe drinks or say it's a girl, you know, it leads to a date or whatever. You're doing those same things. There's got to be value in that conversation. Maybe you provide that person with a, an opinion on coffee or whatever it is, or some fact about coffee or a way to save money on coffee or whatever the hell it is. Right. Um, the, the difference I get, there's no reward system built into that other than you get the date, you get laid, <laughs> you know, but it's just, <laughs> we do it anyway. Um, and so yeah, I, I'm course. always kind of intrigued how people get so offended by uh, YouTubers doing this or, or looking at it that way, because in my mind, it's like, we all do this shit. And all, no, they want to be spoon every, fed a bunch of stuff. They don't yeah. want it. They don't want it to become yeah. re real. I think they, and oh, they by would the way, rather it be that way. Yeah. And oh, by the way, right? Like who are we that we now have to defend every minute detail about how we make money? You know, like <laughs> or, I'm not asking a fucking do doctor to tell me how he makes money, you know, like he doesn't uh, have yeah. to come out and, and tell us all his secrets about how he, scams you through insurance and everything else <laughs> but there see there it, it's a it's again it's a fine line because yeah if it you is really because they don't want to be sold to you know that's the yeah. thing they don't yeah. want to feel like and they got gypped and i do too like yeah. for instance when i tell and i'm showing all this gear off and i'm saying like this is yep. what you can do it, it's me educating people i have of course there's a sales component to it because i briefly say hey we started this project right here on YouTube. We've created the Revolution yeah. Project, and yeah. because of you, that's it. And then I and I go check out my website, housemade.us, yep. and then I'm done. And it's like a little yeah. tiny commercial in there, and it just it's gives. Hard, and, here, and people don't people don't seem to not the people don't push back on that. I think yeah. what it is is that people push back on. You know, I've gotten a few people say, "Oh, all you ever do is talk about grinders." Well, yeah, because that's this what is I a love doing. Grinder the, channel, the, you know more. Yeah, or less. This, hey, at some point, I, I'll probably felt... start a different project and we'll do yeah. something different. But you know, as of right now, my life for the last two years has been those four wheels and that moving belt. And I'll tell you, yeah. I love doing. It. I still find every day, I still find something to learn about it. So yeah, I'm gonna. And keep I sharing. can honestly, 
like honest to God say that in every piece of content that I've watched of yours, I have never once felt like you were trying to get me to buy a set of plans or buy a parts kit or anything like that. Like legitimately, you know, in fact, I probably watched a a decent number of videos before I even sort of put two and two together. Like, Oh yeah, he's selling these fucking things, you know, like at some point it's, I mean, it's just a guy that's very passionate about building really a really great product. The sales part is an afterthought. You know, maybe it, the that's sales part is the I means to the an end. For a grinder. Yeah, I have to sell them to continue doing this, and right. the fact that I and this is why I think it's such a perfect thing for me in particular is that it generates enough income to where I can do that, and I can also yeah. make my podcast and do my Instagram, and I can make knives, and I can do all the things I love to do, and I can provide people with an awesome fucking product. So right. for a really great price that beats out win, like win, my competition, win. win, 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 win. So I don't feel bad when I start talking about it or sell it to someone because I see people, they see the same value that I see. They're like, you know yep. what? You're right. You're so right. I can build this thing. It's one third of the cost, but it's not any different from the manufacturer grinders in quality yeah. and in functionality. Yeah. So again, I look at it like win, win, win. Plus I fucking love doing this work. So yeah. Hey man, you can't take that away from me. Um, you know, no. the, and and again, I think too, people buying this stuff and using it, and then all of a sudden, I get emails. I wake up every morning with emails. Hey, look what I made with your grinder. Like, I need to yeah. make a whole video just on showing That's off what people do incredible. with them. You it's should. F- you such totally a fucking great should. feeling. Yeah, and I respond hey, to every single just, one of them. I'm like, holy shit, yeah. this is awesome. Yep. You know, and then it just I what I like about it too. You know, people keep, you always hear like, well, someday YouTube's going to go away or this or that or the other thing. And it's like, it is, but, but sharing content in this way, it, it almost it can won't. never go away. It, it's, it's yeah. a perpetual cycle, right? Like you just, like you just exploited one video begets another and another and another, Absolutely. right? And, and one conversation with a follower who has a new idea begets the next and you know here's the tracking mechanism right if you hadn't added the tracking mechanism to v4 this guy may never have come out of the woodwork and shared his version of it and you know so it's just i think it's it's really incredible we have sped up the pace of discovery like exponentially from where it was before the internet right (laughs) it's just incredible that's so true i didn't think of it like that because we really have through collaboration because you you have all these people that are working together for a common goal but there's really not uh there's not a true organization here there's really uh i'm listening to uh uh, malcolm gladwell's book uh, what the dog saw i i I Uh listen to it once a year something i always pick out new things from it yeah and uh this is where i became very familiar with ron papil because you know ron co you know is you know the rotisseries and all the stuff yeah a fascinating story by the way so he talks about how like enron the failure of enron you know was a big deal Mm -hmm. back in the you know the early stages of the financial crisis of 2008 and he was saying it all basically came down to this one concept which is they were hiring based on talent 
So like they would uh, hire people because, you know, they would want to hire them away from their competition because they were talented, quote unquote. Sure. And what they discovered was throughout the years of actually researching and looking at that kind of methodology was that Procter and Gamble actually hired people based on their ability to know that they were not the smartest person in the room, that they were actually yeah. um they they had the aptitude for increasing their intelligence, but they didn't fully they didn't think that they had nothing left to learn, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And when you boil those two things down, they're very different methodologies. One one group is like, I'm talented. I can do all this stuff. I know how to do it. And the other group is, I'm smart enough to learn how to do it. Uh, I don't know it yet, but we could work together and figure it out. The reason yeah. why Procter & Gamble is still doing what they're doing and still in business and still profitable is because of that mindset, that culture that they have instituted in their yeah. organizations. Enron was just leaning on the fact that people wouldn't notice that they were fucking up big time. And then eventually it just kind of the, the bell curve kind of smoothed over and they, you know, it was a roller coaster ride to hell after that. Oh. <laughs> and um, it all shut down. The idea here is that we could take that same concept for what we've been up to as far as working together in making content and also creating products and tools and small organizations of people by using the same concept of Procter & Gamble, which is we don't know everything, but we think we have the aptitude to learn it. And then if we collaborate, yeah. we could do some really amazing things. This is my argument for the people who steal my concepts and try to make them yeah. themselves and try to sell them themselves. Look, you could do that or you could collaborate with me and make way more money and we'll, and we'll do it together yeah. in a way that makes sense. Whereas you're trying to be me. Don't try to be me. Try to help me. Let's yeah. work together. We can't. They don't have that same mindset, though. They want. Yeah, they see the dollar signs. They think they can do it. They think they can be me. They can do. I'm but over that already. Don't. Yeah, they, don't do they, that. There's always missing pieces, you know. And I think that's. I don't. I recently came across this. Um, this concept of you know, we've all taken the personality tests and uh, this is how you work tests and are you a red, a blue, or a, you know all these <laughs> other things, but. This one was ba I kind of like this one because it was based. It, it was called geniuses. So, so there were these six geniuses, uh, and it said it's. It starts off from the perspective that every team needs to have all six of these geniuses, right? If, okay. if you don't, you can't operate uh, huh. successfully. So one is wonder or like contemplative, the ability to consider new possibilities. The other is invention. It's the ability to validate the problem and try to solve it. So you're you're the person that says, "There's the problem. I got the solution. Don't worry about it. I'll I'll figure out how to do it." And then there's discernment, which this person has good gut instincts and intuition. They're good at evaluating and assessing things. So it's the person that's questioning the inventor, right? Saying, "Well, okay, what if this fails and kills somebody, or you know, all these other things." Then there's like the galvanizer who uh, gets people excited and organized to take the action. So they're the, the ass smacker, you know, or the, 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 the cheerleader. Then there's the enabler, uh, the people that make things possible. They enable things to happen. So maybe it's like the trailblazer out there always staying one step ahead, you know, clearing this branch off the road so you can keep driving or whatever it is. And then there's tenacity, which is, the person loves to finish things. They're good at driving the team or project across the finish line. And so like those are these six geniuses. 
And I said, in my mind, I was like, well, yeah, every team needs those six. But arguably, every person needs all six of those, right? Like, at different points in a project or different periods of your life or day even, you have to utilize every one of those to some extent. And I, I just thought it was kind of a neat model. I don't remember exactly where it came from. I'll have to look it up and maybe we can share on the next show or something. But I, I don't know. I thought that was kind of unique. And you're right. So many people get close. An idea does not constitute a project, right? And I think sometimes people misconstrue that. It's like, well, I've got an idea for a belt grinder and a set of plans. That doesn't mean you've got a project. It doesn't mean you've got a business or you've got a whole lot of other shit to put together. <laughs> I just make it look easy, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I've had a few people uh, tell me must. that. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, if if it was easy, everybody would do it. And those who yeah. have attempted it have found that it's not. And, you know, I get those comments on YouTube. This I could build this grinder in my sleep. This is just, a, this is just a belt moving in one direction. And it's like, okay, yeah. well then. I, you know, you're in the minority, but Hey, cool. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. I think that's the point, right? I mean, that's, that's kind of what you're driving towards is that somebody could do that. And at some level, you know, what your, what your business is, is about making that possible. Like getting that person off their dead dying ass and away from just bitching about it and actually fucking doing it right like yeah, that's I th- the magic I think you're that you pull off it, if you that it, if we can come up with cool concepts for projects that inspire people to learn new things and then at the end they have this like cool machine they can still you know do a lot yeah. with and then and then yep. that that machine opens up a whole lot more doors yeah. for them that they didn't have open before how is that like any you couldn't ask for a better project or a better life yeah. to lead in my opinion because not only are you inspiring people you've generated and created an economy behind that inspiration and then you've also enabled an entire group of people to build and continue moving forward in their creative endeavors and boy you you couldn't ask for a yeah. better uh, way to do life things i think so dude yeah. totally my life is great i'll tell you i have had faced uh, a lot of adversity uh, over the years. And I don't know why, but recently adversity has been finding me um, a lot in my personal life. And um, I'm not going to go into the details of it and I'm not going to talk about that personally, but um, it's nothing like terrible. It's nothing bad, bad, but I've found that recently people who have are close to me have been challenging me and in new ways. And yeah, I, uh, my patience level is really low at the moment because of other um, things going on. So, you know, I've learned that like you just basically what I'm learning is that I'm not equipped to handle all of these, these issues, yeah. you know, at personal hard, and stuff. Man. So, yeah. yeah. So I just, I just basically started to, to like set some boundaries and just be like, look, I, I got, I got a, my focus yep. is primarily my family and, you know, my, my business and, you know, hey, it's all this adversity, in my opinion, and I've said this uh, a lot to a lot of people around me, is what I've discovered is, is when you're on the right path, adversity will be at its peak for you. Yeah, so, you're you know, right. The, what it is, is, is this, the universe 
or whoever god whoever you want to whatever you want to call it the higher power that's that's that drives all things is basically saying to you how bad do you want it yeah and and, the, and let, let's find out because here here's all this adversity and we're going to just shove your face in a pile of yeah. shit and then you're going to find out what you're made of and the military knows this. They do this with their yeah. recruits. They, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff, but the universe does this to you automatically. It is like, oh, it yeah. is, it happens. Call it fate, call it destiny, Whoa. call it God, call it whatever you want. But I mean, and, just and think at the about time, it. you Any don't know it's happening. You, you think no, like, you don't, what you is think all this the shit? World, the world's just conspiring against you, right? Yep. Like there, I, how many people always say like, it, it'll, you know, like shit happens at the worst time, right? Yes. <laughs> you know, like, oh, you get a new job, but oh, it couldn't happen at a worse time. God, that was just fucking miserable. And it's like, well, how bad did you want it? You obviously wanted it bad enough that A, you accepted the job and B, you went to the first fucking day and you stayed with it and look where you are today, you know? Because yep. the story usually then ends with, and if I wouldn't have stuck it out or I wouldn't have taken that job, I'd never be fucking here today, son. You, <laughs> you got know? that right. It's the uh, truth, man. It's going to test it, you. It will test you and you. it's how you, um, what is it? It's not how you react. It's how you respond to yeah. it. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, and I have been yeah. a reactionary in the past and I, I still oh, yeah. fall under that category uh, from time yeah. to time, but you know what? My response is what matters. So, you know, that yeah. that's the thing. And, you know, sometimes those responses take a while. So, yeah, I mean, it, I will say, I know I'm on the right path because adversity has been finding me and that, and that's okay. You know, I'm, I'm good, good with it. It's just, it. it's exhausting. <laughs> it is I, I would agree man it is i like yeah kind of the same on this end and that is do you ever think too like sometimes it's different times of the year you hit too? yes I, yes i noticed that Around a lot holidays right holidays are yeah holidays the fall and and we're probably all easter in classic. particular because springtime yeah. right okay so you get the whole this is how my theory on this you have the world uh, at least in the northern hemisphere, it is shifting to a warmer time. So yeah. then you've got all this, uh, you know, energy Tilt. sort of occurring, and then, uh, and then you got this holiday that a lot yeah. of people are conflicted about religiously. Oh yeah, and yeah. so and, and then, then we put a big you know, fucking rabbit as the mascot, right? <laughs> a big fucking rabbit. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on, you got a zombie Jesus, <laughs> and you got like you got this, yeah, you got this rabbit. You got this Jeez. whole thing happening. A lot of people are conflicted on this holiday, and it, and Sugar. I think it revolves around guilt, you know, because yeah. most and if you ask any leader in any church what their busiest uh, uh, Sunday is, it's Easter. usually Christmas yeah, Eve ten, or ten times, or Easter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, You're right, oh, and it boy, is guilt. It's the classic rough. Catholic guilt, right? It's it's yeah. that whole Catholic guilt thing, and and people come clean and and. It's a great time of year to do it because it's warming up and oh, you can, you know, be free of all this bullshit. And you've been in the fucking COVID winter for a whole year now, this yes. year on top of it. Yeah. I think that was Hop, part of Hoppy oyster. Too. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I'm, I'll, I'll tell you what I have learned in my 
short time on earth is that I just feel like I know nothing about all this stuff. So I'm just going to go with yeah. the flow for the most part and yeah. just see yeah. how it happens. You know, that's, that's, yeah. And, and don't, and don't that. create more, I guess I've lately I've, I tell myself or I, I try to focus on not creating more problems for myself. Right. Like uh, sure. it, it's, it's the universe testing you or whoever it is testing you but you don't have to create more of a test out of it, you know. <laughs> like, don't make mountains out of molehills. Don't, like, sure. you know. Good point. And then, that's a great point. And, and I think, like you said, it's it's how you react. It's how you respond to what's coming at you. If if you respond like a maniac, and you know, then the very thing you're trying to protect becomes the victim right <laughs> it's like it also becomes a problem <laughs> yeah you know it's like you're the very like you you're mentioned right. you're trying to protect your family depending on how you react that become could become 10 times worse for your family you know just because of yeah. they have to deal with your dumb fucking ass yeah <laughs> you know? right it's exactly like, i often find myself in that position where it's like well, maybe if I wasn't such a jackass to everybody around me, then stuff would be better. <laughs> definitely some karma involved here. Yeah, no doubt about yeah. that. I, I'm definitely a recipient of the karma <laughs> thunderbolt, as they say. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, been striking down a little yeah. bit. And hey, that's the balance of the universe, right? We're all like kind of yep. floating around, and and hopefully we're self aware enough to understand it a little bit anyway. But uh, yeah. So listen, hey, I'm gonna call yeah, that really. a show. I think we. I think have, good. I've got to get back to work. I'm piled up. I am uh, I'm pursuing yeah. this uh, very lofty goal of one video on YouTube a week. I love and, it, man. Keep you know, going. We're, I'm gonna. We're, do, we're I'm seeing gonna... and reaping the benefits of that system. So it's it's, it's very very fun, and I'm enjoying it too. So I won't ben, hit it's that been good mark, hanging but out. I'm gonna keep you're gonna. I think you're gonna do a YouTube tubes. video a day. That's gonna be your mark. Hell yeah. I could do it if I didn't have to edit the fucker. I could do a YouTube live every day. But. <laughs> I've done a few YouTube lives. I'm not a big fan of them. I don't think people are either. I think unless your channel yeah. is focused on that, they don't they don't yeah. respond well to it. But yeah. hey, you never know. Never know. All right, brother. Well, keep working for it over there. You too. And I hope everybody out there that's listening to the Work For It podcast has an awesome weekend ahead and spring is opening up all over the Northern Hemisphere. And if you're down in Australia, which we know a bunch of you are, I would assume that you are preparing for your your impending winter, which means that you're going to be in your workshops and hanging out and hopefully making all kinds of cool shit and working for it. Good point. Yeah, you see Good that point. shift in the analytics too, because yeah. you'll see it's more funny. people in Australia watching YouTube at uh, on, yep, during yep. the our what we call summer, and you know, you know, vice yeah. versa. So, yeah, yeah. This time metrics. of year, people don't spend nearly as much time on the socials. But yeah. cool beans. All right, all right, amigo. Well, Catch you later. Have a good week. Yeah, buddy. Adios, adios. Goodbye. Work for it. <laughs> see you later, y'all. Yup. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.